celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Friday. It is the very last day of September 2002. We did it. Got right through September. Your date, 9302022. That's 9302022. Final day of September. Tomorrow, we flip the calendar and get to October. And if October rolls through as fast as September does, we'll be right on top of the Breeders' Cup. Because, of course, as you know, the Breeders' Cup coming up is 35 days, 2 hours, 18 minutes, and 16 seconds and counting away. Breeders' Cup 2022. <clears throat> we understand that uh, flight line, the uh, centerpiece horse, really, of the Breeders' Cup this year. We'll be working out Saturday morning at Santa Anita. Santa Anita opens today. That's right. We got Santa Anita's fall meeting opening today. And, of course, <clears throat> along with it, with only 35 days to go, there'll be a whole bunch of Breeders' Cup winning your in races over this coming weekend as final preps, and uh, some races will, of course, uh, horses will be able to get an entry with the Breeders' Cup winning or in by winning those races. So it's uh, going to be a fun weekend, that's for sure. Opening day at Santa Anita today, and, of course, uh, on our march to the Breeders' Cup flight line, we'll do a workout Saturday morning at Santa Anita, and I'm sure our man John Lindell will be on hand to see that happen. All righty. Uh, we welcome you to the show. We come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world. Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, home base, Sports Talk, 1400 AM. It is a beautiful morning here this morning in Las Vegas. The sun is shining and the sky is blue and the ground is dry. And about 11 minutes after 7 AM Pacific time, we are already sitting at 75 degrees. 75. We'll get up to 97. Get up to 97 degrees today here in Southern California. This is the way it's going to be throughout the weekend, really. Uh, waking up to mid-70s, etc., and then <clears throat> going up uh, to the uh, mid-90s for the weekend here in Las Vegas, where we will have another fabulous weekend here in the gaming capital with all 
the amenities that go along with it, restaurants, shopping, shows, sporting events, football, both college and uh, pros, and, of course, great racing as well in the race books. Now, uh, we have to, of course, uh, address the weather, <coughs> that terrible storm uh, in is now reached, I guess, uh, Category 1, again, going across the eastern part of the Atlantic Ocean uh, there along the eastern seaboard. That is going to it's going to affect the Carolinas, and it's going to make its way up into uh, right up the east uh, coast. And, of course, uh, we are all seeing those devastating, just devastating pictures and reports uh, of the aftermath of that thing that went through Florida. However, as far as the racing industry is concerned, the Florida racetracks and Florida, uh, for the most part, the Florida breeding farms uh, escaped Ion's uh, wrath. No damage reported at Tampa Bay Downs, which is uh, northwest of downtown Tampa. Remember, Early predictions thought that this uh, storm was going to hit right smack dab in the middle of uh, Tampa Bay, but it, uh, it veered a little bit one way or the other. But in any case, there's still devastation. Devastation. We, uh, gosh, we really, you got to stop and think a minute and do what you can, if you can, to help those folks out in Florida. And we will, of course, our thoughts and prayers will continue to be for them. And uh, as a result of that, I guess, uh, coming up this weekend, the Florida Sires Stakes Finals at Gulfstream Park will be held. The In Reality and My Girl, uh, My Dear Girl divisions will go on. And there's also going to be a Rainbow Pick 6 mandatory payout tomorrow at uh, Gulfstream as well. So uh, I guess the beat goes on. Talking about the uh, Breeders' Cup. Comes up on uh, November fourth and fifth, as you as you know. I just told you we're going to flip the page into October, and then it's uh, then the Breeders' Cup is upon us. Uh, we have a Breeders' Cup seminar coming up at the South Point. Got to tell you, it uh, it's always a fun thing to do, and it's always popular. And uh, we invite you to come. It is free of charge. Here's the deal: you go to the South Point. You know they have separate race and sports books which is great for race players at this time of the year with football going on. <clears throat> but they uh, they have separate uh, books. So adjacent to the sport, uh, the race book, adjacent to the race book, is what they call the Grandview Lounge. Now, Grandview uh, is a complex that sits next to the South Point on, on the Strip. That's a uh, timeshare. I don't know, they got uh, like 3,000 rooms there or something. So they named the uh, lounge there for that place, which was nice for the South Point to do. Anyhow, the Grandview Lounge is adjacent right next to the race book. And what will happen is uh, November 4th is the first of the two-day Breeders' Cup event. We're going to do the Breeders' Cup seminar following that first day of action. The Breeders' Cup seminar will follow that right around 6 o'clock on the 4th, Friday the 4th, November 4th evening, in the Grandview Lounge. We decided uh, last time to do it in the lounge. It was a huge success. We took it out of the race book and put it in the lounge because the lounge is a better atmosphere for this type of event. You got uh, John Lindo, the in-house handicapper. Jonathan Hardoon will be coming in. 
they will be the Breeders' Cup seminar handicappers, and I will, of course, uh, try to host and, and uh, air traffic control these guys to make it a very good and enjoyable evening. Now, it's, it's, it's a lounge. You know, it's a, it's a place where bands play in the evening, etc. So it's set up to be nice. You go in there, you get your seat, you're at your table, you can spread out the stuff you want to spread out for the uh, seminar, notes, etc. And it's just a great atmosphere to be in, and it's a great place to stage this type of event, and that's what we're going to do. So it'll be at the Grandview Lounge adjacent to the uh, race book, just in case you have a, a, a horse or two you want to bet late in the evening, you know, uh, in the book. You can just skip out real quick, make your bet, and come right back in. It's like 10 feet away. It's not that big a deal. And so we'll do that Breeders' Cup seminar on Friday uh, the uh, following the uh, first of the two-day event at 6 o'clock on November 4th. Then the next day, November 5th, We'll be up in the Grand Ballroom playing the major of the two-day event of the Breeders' Cup. And, of course, that's the day of the Breeders' Cup Classic. Flight line, bada-bing, 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 etc. So that's the deal. The weekend, the Breeders' Cup weekend, Breeders' Cup Friday, Breeders' Cup Friday night seminar, Breeders' Cup Saturday in the, uh, in the uh, big ballroom. It all is packaged together. Now, those folks who live here will just come on over and drive over. Uh, you can drive over and make sure you get there early enough to get a, a good seat because it's usually uh, it gets uh, filled up real quick. You might want to just come on over early enough to play the uh, Breeders' Cup and stick around and uh, for the Breeders' Cup as well at the South Point. <coughs> but it uh, that's all free of charge. Okay. Now, if you're coming in from out of town, and we ask them. Well, can we get a Breeders' Cup uh, special for folks uh, coming out of town? And they said, okay, uh, for the folks who hear it on the race day show, they can call us. We'll give them a special Breeders' Cup, special package for Breeders' Cup weekend at the South Point. So here's what you got to do. If you want to come in, which I suggest highly, and enjoy, play the races with us and all that good stuff. Great place, too. It's a fantastic place to, to play the races. You call up this particular number I'm going to give you in just a minute, and you say, Hi, I heard on the race day show you have a Breeders' Cup a special room package, and I want I want it because I'm coming up for the Breeders' Cup. That's all you got to do. The number is 866. It's toll-free. 866-then-780-7223. 866-780-7223. And they'll get you all set up. We're going to have a really good time, good, a lot of fun time. And after after shutdowns, pandemics, bada-bing, bada-bung, bada-bing, boy, I'm telling you, do we not need this? We certainly do. To celebrate our Super Bowl, our World Series, our Breeders' Cup. How about that? Okay. Now, over uh, Saturday, tomorrow, 31 stakes races across all of our menu racetracks. Four of those stakes races will be Breeders' Cup winning your in races. On Sunday, there will be eight more stakes races over our menu racetracks and three more Breeders' Cup win-in-your-in races. So there's going to be seven Breeders' Cup win-in-your-in races over the weekend between Churchill Downs, Santa Anita, and, of course, Belmont at Aqueduct. So it's going to be a fun weekend. Uh, and uh, so that's the deal there. Let's take a look at the weather across the country, as w as we told you. 
the Ian is making its way up the eastern seaboard now. It's in the mid-east. It's a Cat 1 now. It, got a, it got built up steam when it crossed over Florida, and in the waters of uh, the east coast and uh, the Atlantic, it built up more steam. So uh, the Carolinas and... Uh, it's going to go right up the uh, East Coast. However, the rest of the country is in good shape. The rest of the country, up and down the Pacific Coast, especially with San Anita opening today, it's, it's a fine, great weather, clear, as well as the Gulf now. The Gulf of Mexico around uh, the entire Gulf is clear as well. So there you have it. All right, Jonathan Hardoon's with us, along with Tommy Massis, coming back from uh, Woodbine for another Woodbine run. Uh, Rich Ang, uh, because uh, San Anita opens today, so Richie has a selection sheet. He'll be with us, John Lindo and Jerry J as well. Uh, actually, uh, Jerry J is feeling a little bit under the weather. He contacted me earlier, but he gave me the picks, so we're gonna get you're gonna get uh, Jerry's picks as well for uh, all of that good stuff. Okay, and um, let's see. That's about all the really. That's all the news I want to give you. Time to go our first break we got to get talking to Jonathan and, and Tommy and all that good stuff on this Friday, this very last day of September, 2022. Does time just roll on or what? Man, woo. All right, we'll be back. Don't go away. Now, here's the station's... Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. NASCAR weekend returns, and it's going to be much cooler. October 14th through 16th for the South Point 400 NASCAR playoff race. Kids tickets are just $10 on Sunday, free on Saturday. And Friday is free to everyone. That's right, everyone. Never been to NASCAR? Try it. We promise you'll like it. Concerts, camping, kids, fun. We have everything to make the experience one for the memory books. Las Vegas Motor Speedway, October 14th through 16th. Eight left in the playoffs when they come to Vegas. Who will take home the win? Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. 
worry. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all righty then as i was saying uh, the other day we got uh, churchill downs continues to bang out some huge pick fives yesterday for example the last pick five of the day and the highest price went well. We did have a thirty-one dollar horse. Anyhow, thirteen dollars ninety-two cents, sixteen dollars thirty cents, five dollars twenty-two cents. Then you got thirty-one dollars seventy-four cents and six dollars and sixty-six cents. Just can't get used to giving it down to the penny. But those were the prices. The fifty-cent pick five at Churchill. Numbers two five five four three. $19,762.84. I mean, man, those pick fives are like the ones at Del Mar. Whew. Now, if you think that was a high one, that wasn't the highest of the day. Belmont Park, or Belmont at Aqueduct, I should say. Their early pick five, $16 even. Second race, Jerry J's uh, play came in. His key horse won. Java Buzz paid $6.40 with the favorite finishing second. So he got that exact. It was cheap one, though. Dollar exact to pay $4.70. The win price was where it was at there for Jerry's play that won the second race. Third race was the uh, Bertram Bongart uh, Stakes. Jackson Heights. Longest shot on the board in a five-horse field. Javier Castellano pays $50.50, outrunning the big favorite, Arctic Arrogance, and the second big favorite, Donegal Surges. Those two went out and battled themselves into submission, and Jackson Heights came up and grabbed the cash. Then the fourth race, uh, the winner paid $24.20, and the fifth race paid $13.60. So you had the winning uh, numbers of 6 7 Five one five. That fifty cent pick five paid one hundred twenty nine thousand nine hundred ninety eight dollars and fifty cents. All I can say is Jackson Heights winning the Bontgard yesterday hit the Richter scale at ten for the pick five, and as a result of. Uh, the strategically placed uh, $24 winner in the opener of the pick six and another $38 winner later on. Nobody had six in the pick six yesterday. Nobody had five. Four out of five in the pick six at Belmont at Aqueduct yesterday, two ninety-three fifty. All righty. All right, let's get started with the menu of racetracks available today in the racebook simulcast centers and racetracks around the country. 
Looking for some more big payoffs if we can connect those dots. Anyhow, we remind you of the first post times we broadcast on this racing menu each and every day reflect that, the start times in the Pacific time zone. So if you're listening here at Sports Talk 1400 AM on a beautiful morning, and we're in the Pacific time zone, emanating and originating from the gaming capital world. These will be your first post times in the Pacific time zone. These are the first post times rolling out in the books today in Las Vegas. However, if you're listening uh, across the world on many different uh, streaming platforms that we have, such as our, ra our Race Day Las Vegas websites, .com.vegas.world.global, or your devices, your iPhones, your Androids, with your radio station app, the KSHP app on your phone, or anywhere you get your podcasting. We're there. We're everywhere. But if you're not in the Pacific time zone, adjust to it. I don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad, okay? First post times are Pacific. And now here's your Friday racing menu, if you're ready. Okay, here we go. We start off with Gulfstream Park. Gulfstream's running today. Nine races. First post time, 9.25 at Gulfstream today. And uh, let's see. They're okay. First post time, Gulfstream, 9.25. Next up comes uh, Delaware Park. Now, Delaware Park has eight races, a couple of stakes races, a couple of $100,000 stakes races today at Delaware. The $100,000 tax-free shopping distaff stakes is the fourth. Six furlongs, fillies and mares, three-year-olds and up. Six go to the post before scratches. Intrepid Daydream is the six-to-five favorite there. A couple of races later, the $100,000 Newcastle stakes at six furlongs for three-year-olds and up. And a field of six set to go there as well before any scratches. Favoritism is going to be between where she told me to go at seven to five and there go there's uh, threes over deuces at nine to five. So you get where she told me to go, seven to five, threes over deuces, nine to five. They'll vie for favoritism in the Newcastle, the sixth race today at Delaware. Eight races, first post time, 9.30 at Delaware Park. Laurel Park is next, back at Laurel today. Now, Laurel Park has a uh, first post time of 9.40 for their nine race card at Laurel. Laurel's first post, 9.40 for nine races. Churchill Downs, now Churchill Downs, they've got a pick six jackpot carryover of $23,246. They've got nine races today at Churchill, first post time, 9.45. They had that twilight post time yesterday, they're back now with the daytime post time at 9.45. First post at Churchill. Belmont at Aqueduct. They're bracing for that uh, storm coming up the East Coast. But uh, today, right now, at uh, Belmont at Aqueduct, they say it's mostly cloudy. The track is fast, and the turf courses are firm. The outer turf course will host races two and six. The inner turf course races three, seven, and nine. And Belmont Park, with that carryover in the pick six, $44,671.67 from yesterday. First post time for nine races at Aqueduct, Belmont at Aqueduct, is at 10 a.m. 
Woodbine is next. Now they have a super high five jackpot carryover at Woodbine of $139,403, don't you know? <laughs> yeah. Getting up there. Pick six jackpot carryover as well, $22,875. Nine races, first post time 10-10 at Woodbine. And Tommy is standing by. Hawthorne Racecourse. Eight races today at Hawthorne. They're going to have the Hawthorne Derby this weekend at Hawthorne. They are tomorrow. Super high five jackpot carryover, $2,646. You got a pick six jackpot carryover of $1,770. You got eight races and a first post time of $1,250 at Hawthorne. And it is opening day for the fall meeting at Santa Anita. Santa Anita's opening day today. Nine races, no stakes race, but nine races today with a first post time of 1 o'clock, 1 p.m. First post time, Pacific time for opening day at Santa Anita. Golden Gate is next. They're coming up on their closing weekend at Golden Gate. But right now, today at Golden Gate, your pick six jackpot carryover, 17761 Eight races today at Golden Gate. And a first post time of 145 on their closing weekend. 145 today at Golden Gate. Monmouth at Meadowlands. This means you have six races at Monmouth at Meadowlands, and they're all on the Meadowlands turf course because the main track is hosting harness racing right now. Good mix there. First post time, 4 p.m. 4 p.m. at uh, Monmouth at uh, Meadowlands. There'll be six all turf races today there. 4 p.m., first post. Prairie Meadows is next. They've got uh, 11 races. First four races will be quarter horse, and they'll all be stakes races. The fourth race actually is a futurity for two-year-olds, but the first four will be quarter horse stakes races. The last seven will be thoroughbreds. That makes up the 11-race card at Prairie Meadows. And uh, they have a small... They have a small carryover in their uh, pick five jackpot, $607. However, their super high five jackpot carryover is $29,029. First post time, Prairie Meadows, 4 p.m. Then we get to Charlestown. Charlestown races, pick six jackpot carryover, $69,169. Eight races, first post time, 4 p.m. And we'll wrap it up with Remington Park. Nine races, Remington. First post time, 5.05 from Oklahoma City. All right. That's your menu of racetracks available today. Let's go to uh, Jonathan Hardoon. Jonathan, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? Good. Are you peeps uh, there in the uh, Empire State getting ready for a little action with the storm? Well, that's what they said. Rain's coming tomorrow. It's going to only really affect one race at Dakwood at Belmont. They have a race scheduled for the turf stake race that obviously will be in jeopardy. Other than that, it'll just be a sloppy truck, I guess. Well, yeah, that stakes race uh, is the Belmont turf sprint. Obviously, if it's a turf sprint, it's on the turf. It's a grade three at six furlongs, and that's the one that's in jeopardy of staying on the turf. But as far as the others, yeah. you got the, uh, the you know the Woodward, the Miss Grillo, and the Champagne, uh, and the Woodward Champagne, both Grade Ones, that are going to stay on the track. Might be off, but they'll stay on the main track. Yeah, 
Where else are they going to go? No, right, yeah, <laughs> either, exactly. It's either run on the main track or stay home. But <laughs> stay in the barn. Run on the main track. Yes, that's for that's sure. That's it. And uh, you know, when you got Breeders' Cup winning, you're in up there. Uh, you can get a little mud on you. Well, how, do you yeah, see uh, now? I'm, we're going to be. You won't be with us tomorrow, and I don't know what your selections will be. You'll uh, text them to me uh, tomorrow, but. Of those four stakes races at uh, the Big A, uh, do you have any preference, anything that uh, you're looking forward to? Well, I mean, if, if there's a way that the ninth race, the Belmont Turf race, could stay on the turf, well, that's certainly a great betting race because you have 13 horses entered. But, again, weather's going to play, play, play a big part of it. You know, I mean, as far as uh, the wood's concerned, you have short field and life is good who's going to be one to nine in there. So that's not going to be an exciting race to really be looking at. And even the Miss Grillo has all of six horses in it with a six to five morning line favorite of be your best. Mm -hmm. um, and Chad Brown has a second choice in their free look. So, I mean, you know, those races, uh, I, I would prefer and uh, advise probably playing Santa Anita tomorrow or Churchill, believe it or not. Those are the better cards and certainly with weather uh, prospects and, and hanging out over you, you know, those would probably be the tracks to concentrate on. Well, an interesting race of uh, the stakes races tomorrow will be the champagne for two-year-olds because you have uh, promising uh, horses and promising breeding and, and uh, small past performances to go by. And certainly if the track is off, that's another dynamic to play. But you got a son of Justify uh, verifying in there that's 9-5 to five for Brad Cox and Rosario and uh, uh, Gulfport, which is uh, I think the, the horse, uh, the two-year-old out of the two that's uh, known more. He's the two-to-one second yeah, well, choice uh, with uh, Ortiz Jose riding for Steve Asmussen. And he was beaten in his last couple of races yeah. at a short price, you know. So I guess he's certainly vulnerable. And the verifying ran very well last time out for Cox. But again, you're dealing with slightly raced two-year-olds. Uh -huh. By the way, I don't think any of them have run on a sloppy track yet, so that's going to be another question mark, you know. So why, why knock your head against the wall in short fields when you can find other places to play with much bigger and more, you know, enticing plays? Yeah, the idea is to try to make money and try to find value. You're not going to find value in five and six horse fields. Well, the awesome again is uh, at Santa Anita. That's a race that Flightline is not in, so naturally you got a bigger field there. Actually, eight entered in that race, and uh, there's uh, a lot of horses that uh, you know have uh, long resumes there, including uh, the eight to five favorite Country Grammar. Juan Hernandez is going to ride for Bob Baffert. Bob Baffert's loaded in the race. Uh, the out of the eight horses in the race, uh, he's uh, he's got uh, four of them. Half the field. Yeah. <laughs> Half the field. That just doesn't seem right, does it? But well, John Lindo made a good it made a good point that, you know, when you're trying to dodge a flight line with your horses, uh, you just got to gotta wait for races that he's not in, I guess, to run in, and this is one of them. Yeah. Well, listen, I mean, you're, you're, you're right, and he's 100% right. I mean, listen, the idea is to, to avoid him at, at all costs until you have no choice, like, in the uh, Breeders' Cup Classic. So everyone knows where he's going as long as all the uh, parts stay in the everything right place. stays intact and yeah. the horse is sound and everything, you know. Well, I guess we get another look at this uh, magnificent uh, specimen uh, tomorrow morning for a workout at Santa Anita, and I'm sure uh, he'll do just fine there. Well, uh, we will wait for your texting uh, for the selections tomorrow and uh, Sunday, and certainly you'll have full sheets for Belmont at Aqueduct. You'll have full, a full sheet for Churchill Downs, and you'll have a full sheet for um, 
Santa Anita tomorrow, Santa. which uh, are the uh, three big racetracks with all the big uh, races in it as well. But what are we doing today at Belmont? All right, we're going to look at, by the way, anyone playing Belmont at Aqueduct mm -hmm. uh, yesterday, the inside was completely dead. Speed was not the way to go. You wanted no. to circle wide. I'm not going to say that it's going to be like that again today. Mm -hmm. But whenever there's uh, bad weather in the forecast, they seem to add a lot of dirt to the track, and that slows it down. And uh, yesterday, perfect example, it was all outside closures. That's why you had some of those crazy results that you did have. Uh -huh. But I'm going to look at a turf race today, the ninth race, a mile and a sixteenth on the inner turf. It's the last race of the day. And I love the number six horse in here, out of sight. The four-year-old filly from the David Donkbar and Jose Ortiz aboard to ride. Mm -hmm. This is an improving horse. She's getting better with each and every start. She's listed at 8-1 to one on the morning line. Full field at 12. Number six, out of sight, wins today's ninth race out at Belmont at Aqueduct. All right. And uh, Jose Ortiz aboard your selection in the ninth and final race on the inner turf course. Number six, out of sight. And we hope he uh, runs out of sight for the rest of the field in the ninth and final. Eight to one on the morning line. Nice, nice price if we can get that for the uh, the last race of the day. Number six in the ninth at Belmont at Aqueduct. And of Santa Anita. Let's go to the opener. First race of the meet, a mile on the turf. And I like the number two horse in here, Percolate. Uh, this is a three-year-old cult from the Mike McCarthy barn. Umberto Raspoli aboard to ride. He's listed at 5-1 to one on the morning line. Ran a big figure on the turf, two starts back. Last time out, tried Golden Gate uh, Tapita. Back on turf today, 5-1 to one on the morning line. Number two, Percolate, gets us off to a good start out at Santa Anita Park. All righty. Now, Santa Anita, of course, <clears throat> unlike Los Alamitos, has uh, two pick fives and two pick fours. The first race at Santa Anita, again, 1 o'clock, first post time today is the first race in the early pick five. And, of course, uh, you'll have a late pick five and a late pick four as well. So we're going to single in the very first race at 1 o'clock this afternoon. We're going to get off on the winning note in the first race with number two, Percolate, the two. In the first race, Jonathan Hardoon's play at Santa Anita and get the full sheets for Santa Anita, Churchill Downs, and Belmont at Aqueduct. Ditto for tomorrow and Sunday as well at Jonathan's website, right? Yes, sir, Ralph. A little disappointing opening day, Santa Anita. They got nine races, five of them, five of them with six horse fields. We weren't used to They spoiled us at Del Mar. I was hoping it would carry over a little bit. You know, it's only opening day, so who knows? But you would think on opening day they would have a better, you know, more horses entered. But yeah, well, I, I, situation for Santa Anita. I'm going to give you this. Uh, there's only four races with six horses in it. The third race oh, that okay. the third race that had six in it has a late scratch of the one horse. Ramey's ready yeah, a scratch there, so uh Well I said six or less. Yeah, okay, you got it. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Duly noted, Jonathan. Hey, thanks a lot, my man. Uh we will talk to you of All course right, next next week, but we'll get your stuff tomorrow. Yes, sir. Stay safe and be well and uh, have a great weekend. All right, you got it, my man. And uh, you stay dry over there, okay? Hey, Tommy Massis at uh, Woodbine. What's going on up there, buddy? Good morning, Ralph. Beautiful day. A bit cool, but sunny. No wind. Great day for racing. Uh, well, I can tell you this. Ernie's pick in the first race yesterday was eliminated at the very start of the race when he jumped in the air, hopped in the air, and was uh, just totally eliminated there. And Ernie uh, had a nice second-place finisher at 8-1 to one in the fifth race, his second choice. So... Um, 
uh, we're back with uh, an earlier post time today of 10, 10 a.m. Pacific time at Woodbine for a nine-race card. And we want to remind everybody out there that uh, you have a couple of nice stakes races coming over the weekend. The Duchess and uh, the uh, the Duchess stakes and the Breeders stakes that comes up on Sunday, right? Yes, sir. And uh, just uh, my pick in the last race, I liked it because the stable jockey was on it. Well, he didn't ride it. <laughs> he rode earlier on the car but decided not to write that one, which, which was a big red flag. Uh, that, uh, Pat Husbands. Yeah, he rode earlier on the card, yeah. but he didn't ride that one. So I don't know what happened there. Well, he probably didn't ride that one because he thought the horse couldn't win, which he didn't. Or, could, or couldn't walk. <laughs> yeah, one of the two, yeah, that's for sure. But in any case, we move on today. We got fresh, uh, we got fresh picks and fresh start today. But uh, what about the uh, big stakes races coming up over the weekend? Uh, nice fields, good fields. Yeah, the the, Dutch, the Duchess has a few question marks. Horses shipping in that I don't really know, and you know, and like I said, on the breeders, the breeders stakes the third leg of the Triple Crown. I think it's been won six, seven, eight times by Samson Farm, and I'm pretty sure they they've been setting up their horse to win it again. And I'm probably going to make my last bet of the year if that horse loses on on Sunday. Well, uh, the third leg of the Canadian Triple Crown is the Breeders' Stakes, four hundred thousand dollars, a mile and a half on the turf for three-year-olds. You have a unique uh, Triple Crown. The Canadian Triple Crown is unique. And the uh, uh, Sun Sam uh, st Star, their uh, horse is dancing in denial at uh, eight to one on the morning line for uh, uh, Gail Cox. Any relation to Brad? No. No. Okay. All right. And Raphael. Definitely uh, not. <laughs> relation to Greg, I think, at <laughs> Woodbine. <laughs> All right. You got it. Raphael Hernandez will be riding there. Nice, juicy eight to one. You think you can handle a mile and a half? Yeah, I think they've been setting them up for this race, actually. Oh, okay, and you will remind us, of course, on Sunday in that race. But what about today? Okay, today we're going to go to Ernie Ernie Perry's picks. First one is in race six. Mm -hmm. It's <laughs> number seven, Last Monarch for Beverly Chubb. Uh, worked September 11th. Uh, goes for a barn, having a super year, and meets a reachable field, to say the least. So... Mm -hmm. Race six, number seven for Ernie, the first one. Okay. And Ernie's got a rolling daily double. Going on to race seven, number one, tap the speed of sound for Mark Cassie. Outwork first empire. He's will, Ernie says to throw out the last race. That was a tougher field. So Ernie's got a rolling double, races six and seven. Sixth race to seven, seventh race to one, and the early uh, rolling, uh, the rolling double from the sixth to the seventh is a seven-one combination. Uh, Tommy, what about you? Race three. I have this the five-horse uh, Mesa Skyline tab. Uh, you know, really ran good last time, a lot better than it shows on the form, kind of got bottled up a little, made a nice run, probably run his best race in a long time. Mm -hmm. Having said that, there's the three favorites in here. They're all suspect, two ep epilogue and the bottom two horses. You know, they seem to be on the downswing. You know, Mesa Skyline, it's it's a tepid pick. You know, if, if I don't get at least 15 to 1, I probably won't play. Mm -hmm. It's just the horse ran too good for me not to play it. And, you know, I, 
they're moving up. You know, it's craziness. You just ran him where, where he was running for 7,000. He would have probably smoked. But, you know, when when you tap a horse, even though they're over, you know, it, it's in over its head, you, you got to play a little at those odds. Well, 20 to 1 on the morning line for the horse that you say uh, you're you're looking at a circumstance, I think, that uh, probably puts Mesa Skyline at least on the dance floor. Your belief, I guess, is Epilogue at 6 to 5, Moon over Montana at 5 to 2, and Danny's Victory at 4 to 1 are all vulnerable, uh, lower-priced horses. Yeah, but, you know, when there's three of them like that that are kind of, you know, usually one of them shows up, so that's what I mean by, you know, a tepid pick and make sure you got the right price. All right, you got it. Maybe we can uh, put them in uh, exotics, uh, exactas with those three, and, and any one of those three show up and win, and you run second. Um Still a good price, right? Yeah, yeah. Something to play around with anyway. But the horse I really like is in the race nine. Okay. And that's number three, Bartica. Uh, Bartica started out this year six and a half on the turf, uh, 25 claiming, got beat three lengths, ran back on the turf seven furlongs, got beat three lengths. Last time out, stretched out on the inner turf, two turns, uh, you know, for 15,000, ran, ran no good at all. Mm-hmm. Looks like a sprinter now. You know, it's still back in the drop price of 15, back to sprinting. Looks like a good setup in here, and Bartica for sure is my preferred play of the day. Also at 20 to 1, number three, Bartica. The three Bartica in the ninth race at 20 to 1. Tommy really likes that one, and we will really like him in the winner's circle as well. Ninth race. Yeah, and I don't play the, the jackpot high five. It's not my strength, so go at it, guys. All right, you got it, my man, and the rest of the picks are at the the website, right? You got it, woodbine.com. I check out Dougie McPherson for sure. All right, you got it. Thanks a lot, Tommy. Good luck, everyone. Talk to you tomorrow, Ralph. You got it, my man. All right, coming up next, Rich Ang, and then John Lindo and Jerry J. Jerry J. Selections. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. All right, back on Race Day Las Vegas. Time to go to Rich Ang standing by. Richie, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralphie. Well, I saw a tweet that you uh, uh, tweeted out uh, yesterday uh, uh, emphasizing Mike Luzzi winning a race at Aqueduct. Yeah, the the fact that, uh, you know, when Mike Luzzi was getting started, I was getting started Mm -hmm. in my horse racing career, and we were both young guys back then, (laughs) 1979, and uh, he had just come out from – 
the Maryland circuit. So uh, when I saw Mike Lizzie win a raise, I know Mike's old because <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> $24.20 for that winner. Uh, the winning horse was named Happy Sophia. I have a neighbor named Sophia. She celebrated a birthday uh, the day before yesterday. And so I, when I went over for a piece of cake, et cetera, to wish her a happy birthday, along with a lot of other people that were there for a party, I told her, I says, now there's a horse running tomorrow called Happy uh, Happy Sophia. I said, uh, you, ought to, you ought to bet it. So I guess I gave her a birthday present a day late. Hey, there you go. You know, karma does work on, on stuff like that. It sure uh, does. It's amazing. <laughs> Let's get some karma going today at Santa Anita, opening day at Santa Anita. You got a nine-race card. And, of course, you can get all of those uh, selections uh, that uh, Richie has for the opening card at San Nito right now at the website, our red websites, racedaylasvegas.com. Richie, what are you doing today, buddy? Yeah, let's try uh, race number three. It's real good to see uh, Santa Anita on the PPs in the racing farm because uh, we love getting back there. Mm-hmm. The third race, and, and it looks like they're going to use the hillside turf course a lot more, which would be great because yeah. it's, it's fantastic racing coming down the hill. Mm-hmm. But uh, horses that are cutting back in distance from like a, a, a mile or a mile and a sixteenth to the six and a half, they can really finish. Let's try that with number four, Sterling Crest. 7 to 2 in the morning line, Joey Bravo riding for George Papa Pedromo. But this horse is cutting back in distance. Should be really finishing fast, Ralph. So let's go 25 win place, 2 for the RI, number 4, Sterling Crest in the third. All right, Sterling Crest at 7 to 2 odds in a uh, five-horse field. Well, I hope we can get that 7 to 2. That would be a big price in that yeah. field. Third race, the four-horse Sterling Crest. Rich Ang's play, 25 win plays, $50 stipend, and, of course, the $2 ROI, two to win on the four in the third, tip of the iceberg. Get the rest right now at the racedaylasvegas.com website. All right, you and Mike Luzzi go rest. <laughs> yeah, well, our, our bones, it, it's <laughs> tough getting up in the morning out of bed. You know? <laughs> it sure is. Thanks a lot, Rich. Hey, thanks, Al. Good luck, everybody. All right, now I'm gonna I'm gonna go to uh, I'm gonna get uh, Jerry Jackowitz plays out of the way. Jerry's a little bit under the weather, not serious, but he's just a little under the weather this morning. So he sent me his selections. Uh, we'll go to Aqueduct first, Belmont at Aqueduct. Remember, Jerry J's full sheet of power pages for both Aqueduct and Sanita is available right now at his website, JerryJ'sPowerPage.com. Jerry uh, likes in the fifth race. He has his play in the fifth race. His feature play is number three, Swift Shore. Number three, Swift Shore. This horse is 6-1 to one on the morning line. The three in the fifth. Jerry's play for the race day listeners at uh, Aqueduct. And the link-ups are 1, 4, 5, and 6. Three over 1, 4, 5, 6 in reverse. $2 ROI. Two to win on the three in the fifth at Belmont at Aqueduct. Then we get back to Santa Anita. And at Santa Anita, Jerry has a play in the second race. So in the second race today at Santa Anita, Jerry likes number four, Never Sway, this horse, a feature play on his uh, on his uh, power page as well. So Jerry J's play in the second race, number four, Never Sway. Link-ups will be one, three, and six, and reverse. One, three, six, and reverse with the four in the second race. Now, in looking at our handicappers that have already given us plays, Jonathan comes in the first race with the two, Jerry in the second race with the four, Richie in the third race with the four. So we got three singletons, and if you do alls in the fourth, and fifth races at six horses apiece, that's 36, half of that for 50 cents. You can, you can make that play single, 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 all, all for 18 bucks and see if you can hit that first race pick five. 
but we still have John Lendo to go. John, good morning. Uh, good morning, Ralph. How you doing? I'm doing fine, my man. Uh, and uh, opening day at Santa Anita, as Jonathan alluded to, a little bit light on the entries. Yeah, but I tell you what, uh, good card tomorrow and a better card Sunday. Oh. So, uh, yeah, I, it'll pick up through the weekend here. Uh, just whatever reason, maybe they were just holding some of the bigger races with all those other stakes races around them over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, what should we know about San Anita? Uh, I know that, of course, you've been keeping tabs on the morning workouts over the track. Is the track glib or, or deep or what? When the horseman first got up there from Del Mar, you know, uh, September 17th, 18th, the track was extremely deep. They, they took a lot of complaints, and the, the Santa Anita finally tightened it up a little bit last weekend. And I, I think, you know, we'll have to go to school on this racetrack today. I, I think it'll, it'll be okay. I, I would expect it to be a little bit quicker. Here's the one thing that we don't know about, Ralph. Uh, in August, uh, the HESA rules jump up again. You know, they change what, what the horsemen are allowed to use as far as shoes. Uh, with no no rims or grabs or anything to help any kind of cleat to help horses get the footing. Right. So if that main track is real loose, you you could see some skews in the form because horses won't be able to get a hold of it. So keep an eye on that. You know, do your handicapping. Figure out where horses should be in the races, and if and if they're not there and the times are slow, maybe that will have something to do with it. And John, you and I both know that horses. Um, you know, they'll. If they feel like they can't grip on the track, sometimes they'll they'll ease up on their full strides as well, pr- trying to protect themselves from s- s- sliding. Right. It's you know it's what, basically what we call spinning their wheels. Yeah. They're, they're they're trying to run through it and they can't get a grab a hold of anything, and sometimes they just give up. I don't I don't think that's going to be the case, but it's just another thing that, that we as owners and trainers and horsemen have to deal with. Where, you know, you you want to give your horse the best chance of winning and. Uh, you, you can't help them with, with the equipment that we used to be able to use. So let's see how this plays out today. Yeah, well, and, and uh, all of those uh, factors come into play that uh, uh, the players have to uh, take into consideration as well. Flight line tomorrow morning? He works tomorrow morning, 6.30, uh, either a half or five-eighths. Chainer John Taylor hadn't decided yet. Uh, just another maintenance work as he gets ready for the Breeders' Cup. He's doing very well from what I hear. Mm-hmm. And I don't care if the track is fast or slow, he'll make it look fast. Yeah. Uh, and uh, one last note. Uh, we know that the Bob Baffert thing with Churchill Downs seems to have a forever lifetime to it. But the, uh, the lawsuits and all that stuff with Jerry Hollendorfer and the Stronach Group did have a settlement. So are we expected to see Hollendorfer entering horses at Santa Anita? Well, I can't get an answer from anybody. There was a gag order after the uh, after the settlement was made, and I, you know, I just want to know: is he allowed to race and enter? Yeah. And I can't get an answer from anybody, whether it be the horse racing board or Santa Anita officials. But I'll tell you this: what? on Sunday in the Speak Easy Stakes, Straighten Up, who has been trained by Jerry Hollendorfer, is in the race. Yeah. But he switched barns, and he's going to run for trainer Mike Pipey. Mm. So that might tell us that maybe he's not allowed to enter and race at Santa Anita. But I just don't know yet, Ralph. And if I can get somebody to give me an answer, I'll let you guys know. All right. We're going to get a pick. we got 30 seconds to do it. What are we doing at San Anita today? Race number six, horse number two, Whiskey Blue, stretching out. I thought this horse finished up pretty good sprinting last time. Auto Fondo, a good stocking trip here. Four to one on the program, on the stretch out, number two, Whiskey Blue, race six at Santa Anita. In the sixth race, Santa Anita, John Lindo's play on opening day at Santa Anita, number two, Whiskey Blue, the two in the sixth, tip of the iceberg. Don't forget the Lindo report covering all of the races at Santa Anita, plus the suggested late pick four and all that good information that includes 
the uh, the bedding menu at Santa Anita would differ a little from uh, Los Alamitos. It's all there exclusively, free of charge, only in one place, South Point Racebook, because they love horse players there. And so does John. And so, deputizing you for Jerry, there's only one more thing to say, John. Have a great race day, everybody.